Hello, hello, healthy friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Life with coaches Ashley and Monica. Monica, I wanted to ask you how the Healthy Streaks Challenge went this last week. Well, actually kind of last two weeks, right? Yes, it was two full, well, a little bit of both. So we started out with the 14-Day Streak Challenge. And um, if you were listening and you participated, don't worry. There's been no winner announced just yet. So make sure you're sending in your puzzle pieces to the healthy Instagram via DM or that you're posting your completed puzzle piece on your story and tagging healthy. But the 14-day challenge was amazing. And a lot of people said that they wanted to continue tracking afterwards. I um, did a live at the end and you you kind of joined on and helped facilitate the comments. That wasn't even <laughs> planned. But the amount of people just saying, I want to keep tracking and I learned so much about myself and I learned so much about my food choices. It was just so eye-opening and it really helped with a lot of engagement. I think a lot of people are excited to get back in the saddle with their health and wellness journey. And then of course, uh, we added the second chance challenge, the second half. So the last seven days of the 14-day streak, if you didn't make it the first half, then you were able to kind of rejoin the challenge with a separate prize, of course, the first group, um, the 14-day challenge, someone is winning a $100 gift card. And for the second chance, seven-day challenge, someone's going to be winning a $50 gift card to the Healthy Shop. And I think it was amazing. I'm a little bit sad, I will say. It was a lot of work every day to hop on stories and chat with everyone. But I don't know what my morning is like anymore because I'm not on the Healthy Instagram. (laughs) You're not popping on there. I will say though, those that I caught, It's so nice to just see all of the engagement, people, whether or not they're asking more personal questions or whatnot. It's just really nice to see um, people putting themselves out there, coming together with this common denominator, so to speak. Um, I love seeing it, um, just be able to bring people together in, in this whole journey and make everybody feel, I feel like maybe included and important and feel like what they're doing is worth something, whether or not it's worth the gift card, but it's worth, you know, in your personal life. Um, It's just got so much worth in general. Yes, absolutely. And I wish I could remember her name. So if you're listening, just know I'm thinking of you, but I cannot remember your name right now. But she Mm -hmm. said something so powerful. I asked, what did you learn from this Healthy Streak Challenge? And she said, I learned that I'm stronger than I thought. Yes. I think think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. It made me think of you because it's like, we say this all the time. We are so much stronger than we think we are. And yeah. sometimes you just need a challenge to kick yourself into gear and say, you know what? I can do this. It's going to be hard and it's going to be a little bit messy, but I can do anything that I set my mind to. So if you are listening to this right now, shout out to you because that stuck with my head um, in my head after I asked, what did you learn from this challenge? Yeah, just remember, I can do hard things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what makes it just life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And we have to tell ourselves that because if not, it'll be really easy to fall off the wagon. Absolutely. Now, talking about life in general, of course, for today's topic, I want to talk about positivity, maybe some optimism. I want to talk about how being positive with yourself, having that open optimism is going to help support your journey in the long run. And you may be thinking, well, duh. Of course it does. But I feel like that can be easier said than done. I feel like so many of us have that negativity that can creep in. Those I can't do it mentality or I I don't think that I am able to do this. And we need to be able to switch that mindset, kind of shift gears into a more positive outlook on life. And to do that, we need to understand the full capabilities or like the influence that this positive thinking has 
on our journeys. And I feel like positive thinking, it's going to go beyond having that happy disposition, a sunny disposition. It ju- Not just that, but it's going to have these... What's the word I'm looking for? Physical or tangible effects. Yes. That having this positive mindset, it's going to have actual tangible or physical effects on your journey. And the first one, number one, of course, we talk about it all the time is stress. Stress, stress, stress. Reducing your stress is going to absolutely help your journey because like I've said before, stress releases that horrible hormone called cortisol and it's going to make it so much harder to lose weight because when you're stressed, it makes everything harder. It makes making good, healthy decisions harder. It makes wanting to go work out harder. Stress just makes everything harder. Yes, and I know we've talked about before, you're not always going to feel it. So just fake it till you make it. But one thing that you cannot fake is stress. And when you are in the point where you're feeling super stressed, and maybe some of you are not relating to that term, so where you're feeling burnt out. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything when I'm feeling that burnout. I don't want to go to the gym. Um, I was just talking before before we hit record Mm -hmm. that I haven't been to the gym in two months and I'm on a work trip right now. And yesterday was one of those days where everything was kind of I was tired, I was overwhelmed, I was stressed. And the thing that I did was I went to the gym at 11 p.m. and I got a workout in and I had the best sleep that I have had this entire trip (laughs) because that stress reduction and I was able to get my body moving and I was able to tell myself that the stress and the things that I'm thinking about, they are going to hinder my progress, they're gonna hinder my health. I need to figure a way to relieve this and anybody who's out there listening, you know, if you're stressed at work or maybe your home is a little bit chaotic, if you have a lot of things going on, it's hard to stick to your routine. All you want to do is crawl in a hole or get underneath the covers and put the blanket over your head and be done for the day. But it truly is important to think about if we lower our stress, how does that present itself physically? Your skin is going to be a little bit brighter. You're going to walk a little bit taller. You're going to be a little bit stronger when it comes to your movement or Um, you know, mentally, you're going to make better food choices. It all correlates back to that stress. Absolutely all does correlate. They all go together. And you, um, speaking of you saying that you worked out at 11 p.m., I feel like you might have just debunked the whole saying that you shouldn't work out right before bed because you can't fall asleep. Maybe some of us like you, maybe that will help. Maybe that will help lower your stress so much and make you feel like the good kind of sore and super tired and you can get a good night's sleep as well. So you've just knocked two things out. (laughs) You you got your workout and a good night's sleep. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. I don't believe in that myth. Not only did I do an 11 p.m. workout, I had an entire scoop of pre-workout right before that. So, and I still went to sleep just fine. That's crazy. <laughs> also, so, yeah. I mean, one thing that I think about when it comes to positive thinking, I mean, yes, stress, that that that's a big one, but... Um, cliche saying alert. My mom always says, what you, what you speak about is what you bring about. And the tongue is so powerful and it does present itself physically. Uh, it, we could say something, oh, I'm not worthy or, oh, I can't work out because of X, Y, and Z. And now you've just brought that to fruition because now you're saying, I can't do it. So your body is going to say, okay, yeah, you're right. You can't do it. Let's go ahead and go sit down. And we have to really be intentional with the things that we're saying. Any of the members that are in my meeting, they know that if they start a sentence with, I'm trying 
or well, I tried, I'm going to stop them and make them start over because we're not trying anything. We are working towards our goal. We are pushing towards our goal. You can use anything that you want to say besides I'm trying or I tried. That's that's giving yourself an automatic out. I, you're just doing. You're just doing. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's a wonderful example. Um, so myself having a 12-year-old and a 5-year-old, one of their favorite things to say is, I can't. I can't. You know, especially with my five-year-old, um, she's still learning how to do certain things. She's even still learning how to get dressed with certain clothing items, working with the shoes and whatnot. You know, I'll tell her or ask her, hey, go do this. And what's the first word that comes out of their mouth? I can't. I can't. And I try so hard to get onto them and say, you know, why, first of all, why are you saying I can't? Are you saying I can't because you really think that you can't or because you don't want to? Same thing applies in this weight loss and wellness realm. When you're thinking I can't do something, is it because you really think that you maybe can't do it or is it because you just don't want to? You know, dig deep and really think about that. And the second thing I tell my girls is when they say something like I can't, I'm going to tell them all the time, you say you can't, so you probably can't. And it's not because you actually can't. It's because you don't want to or you think you can't. You know, So if you don't want to do something, um, just saying I can't or I don't want to, it's, it's going to happen. If you say, I just don't think I can lose weight, it's probably not going to happen. And it's not because you actually can't. It's just because you believe that you can't. So putting that positive thinking into action, giving yourself the positive affirmations. I can do this. I will do this. I am capable of doing this. I am worthy of doing this. Absolutely speaking the truth to yourself with this optimistic outlook um, is going to help. Yes. And some of you are probably sitting here thinking, but there are some things that I'm not able to do. But is it something that you're not able to do right now? For example, we're not saying if you go to the gym and try to go to the free weight section and you're lifting 45s and you know that you it's day one in the gym and you can barely do some five pound dumbbells. We're not saying tell yourself, well, they Monica and Ashley said I can do whatever I want to do. And then you're on the floor. But maybe what you should tell yourself is I'm not able to do that right now, but I will get there. And now you're casting vision. You're giving yourself something to work towards which I think is important. Yes, in that moment, you may not be capable of doing the task that you were set setting in front of yourself, but eventually you will get there. Eventually you want to get there. So I think that's really important to keep in mind because we're not all there yet. And there are some things that you're maybe not able to do, but it's not because you can't. It's just that you're not prepared at that moment to make that happen. Right, and maybe not physically ready to do that yet. And you bring up a, a good point in that, no, you're, you know, if you're just starting out, you're probably not going to be able to do the heaviest weights or, or the longest workout or whatever it is, but maybe that's your goal. Well, that's the point of setting those SMART goals. And you might have to help me out with this. What is the SMART? What does SMART stand for? Um, Specific, measurable, attainable. Attainable. What's the T? <laughs> what's the R? Re oh, yeah. Reachable, reason, reasonable. I don't know. Timely. Y'all yeah. know what this. You all know what the smart is. The most important thing is that it needs to be specific, yeah, and it needs. I mean, and, and obtainable. Like you can't just say 
You can't wake up this morning and say, I'm going to run a marathon tomorrow. That's not... Right. How are you going to get there? What are the specific steps? You want to run a marathon? Okay, how do you get there? I need to start training every day. The first day I'm going to run for five minutes. The next day I'm going to run for 20 minutes or, or by the miles. You know, you have to set specific goals. When it came to our weight loss journeys, we didn't... I mean, in the beginning, we probably said, I want to lose X amount of weight. But as we started to go along, I realized that I had to say, okay, I want to lose five pounds in the next month by eliminating fast food, eliminating excess calories that I'm drinking and focusing on more whole and complete foods, protein first. That's specific and that's attainable. Absolutely. So I think, you know, really figuring that out. And and we've talked about this before. It's okay to cast a vision, but how do you back that up and create the steps to get to it? You can't get to the top of the ladder if there's no rungs. So... Speaking about all this, how do we actually start to adopt that more positive outlook, that optimistic outlook? Because it can be hard. Um, I, I know most definitely for myself in the beginning, there was a lot of what ifs, a lot of being down on myself, especially you know, being in the beginning, I was so very scale centric. I was focused on that scale. And if I wasn't seeing a loss, you know, you get that negative talk inside your head. And to be able to turn that around is probably going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight. Just like everything in this entire journey and in this whole entire topic, it's nothing's going to happen overnight. It's going to take some time to learn how to do this. But the good news is you can do that. You can turn around your mindset. You can shift that mindset to a more positive outlook. And the first thing I I think that you can do in order to do that is just to start practicing gratitude. Um, We're recording on November 1st. So happy November, everybody, by the time you're listening to this. And what a better time than now to start talking about thankfulness and gratitude. So the first thing you can do is to start practicing that gratitude. Take some time each day to reflect on yourself and the things that you are grateful for, things that you are grateful for your body for. Um, Maybe your body is starting to do new or more improved things that you weren't able to do before. So start taking that time to just be thankful for and appreciate these things in your life that you have. And I think that you'll see that it's going to start changing your mind to a more positive outlook. I love that. And I, I one of the things that I that I coach on a lot is positive thinking, positive affirmations, gratitude. I think that's so important. You have to speak positive positively into yourself because um, we live in a world where everything is so negative. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound that way, but yeah. somebody always finds something wrong with what you're doing or how you're doing it or what you say or what you're wearing that we need to be able to pour into ourselves. And I love a good gratitude. I And and if you don't know where to start, I was able to purchase an amazing um, and cheap gratitude journal off of, off of Amazon. And in the morning, it leads me through some prompts of like, what are three things that you're going to be grateful for today? How are you going to show gratitude today? Um, and how are you going to move forward in that? And then at nighttime, it gives you a recap. Did you do the things that you listed? Um, you know, what did you do to to create a positive impact on other people? And it really made me stop and think about the fact that for a while, I was very much so self, self, self. And yes, you want to pour into yourself and you want to be grateful for the things that you're doing. But I also wanted to show my gratitude and appreciation to those around me. And in doing so, that made me a more positive person overall. If I was able to put positivity into the world, I could give it back to myself. Absolutely. And some of us are like that. The the more that we give, the more that we feel that positivity. And I love the journal idea. 
Um, I've, I've not heard of one or seen one, but now that I'm learning about it, I really love that. There are also apps out there that you can download. For the life of me, I can't remember the name of it right now, but there are apps out there that can send you daily positive affirmations to remind you how worthy and in, in everything that you are. And I just think having things like that, if you're more of a um, like a visual person and you need that visual reminder every day, that's awesome. Um, I know that I have seen you. Rem- you know those calendars that like you rip off the day each mm-hmm. day. They have basically anything and everything you can think of with those daily um, tear off things. And there are even I think it's still a calendar, but they have positive affirmations and stuff on them. Yes, I love just having nice little daily reminders like that because it, especially if it happens in the morning, um, if you have the phone app and you set it to receive it at like you know seven a.m., you're already waking up with some positivity in your your life. And what better thing could you ask for than to wake up happy instead of, instead of waking up tired and stressed? Absolutely. Yes. I just remember the name. Well, the app that I used to use is the Mantra app. I don't know if that's okay. the same one um, that you use, but yeah, you can set it to send you like positive affirmations. And I know I said there's a lot of negativity out in the world, but yes, there are the calendars with the positive affirmations. I've even seen like decks of cards and you can shuffle the card mm-hmm. and it'll give you an affirmation. Anything that you can do to bring that positive energy to yourself, to your circle is what's going to really help you to start getting to our next point here soon is like improve resilience and things like that is that you need to be able to speak positively because how often do you wake up in the morning and you get out of bed and the first thing you think is, oh, another day, or it's already too cold. It's already too hot. I have a million things to do. And we start ourselves off in this negative mindset from the jump. And now that rain cloud is just drip, drip, dripping all day long until it is pouring over your head. Whereas if you just open your eyes and you had the app that sent you something or you woke up and said, man, I'm really grateful for another day of waking up. Um, how much different would your day be if you started on a positive foot? I, th- I think we can all probably imagine how much nicer it is. I mean, to start off, I, just having the negativity in your mind in general just feels like it weighs you down. Um, it's like this dark storm cloud that is standing over you all day. And you know nobody wants that. So to be able to start pushing that away, you have to start taking these steps. Like the first one we just said, practicing the gratitude to get rid of that, to set yourself up for a better day. And the more good days that you have, it, you start feeling like, okay, I'm going to have more good days instead of constantly wondering, oh, is this going to be a bad day? Is this going to be a not so good day? Mm-hmm. Today's the day the other shoe drops. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. What's the word for that called? You're constantly, um, dang it, there's a name for that. There is a word for that when you're somebody who constantly thinks that the worst is going to happen. Yeah. That's going to drive me crazy that I can't think of it. We'll think of it like as soon as we get off and then... Yeah. When the, as soon as the podcast ends, like I'll yell the word and you guys will know exactly what I'm thinking or what I mean. <laughs> so the next thing you can do to try to adopt this more optimistic or positive outlook is to start challenging those negative thoughts. We were just talking about having negativity in your mind, that negative self-talk. Start challenging that. When those thoughts start creeping in, you want to try to turn them around. Ask yourself, like, are these things based on the way that I feel about myself? Are these feelings based on maybe 
how I feel like other people see me or how I feel like they think of me. Um, Because oftentimes those things are not as realistic as what we think they are. So I think I said it on a past episode, actually. It was um, an episode about positive versus negative self-talk, which really kind of correlates with today's topic. And what I said was for every negative thought you have, give at least two positive thoughts about yourself to make up for it and to kick that negative one out the door. (laughs) Ooh, I've never heard of that, but I really like that idea. Then you not only... You're not just balancing out the negative with the positive. You're outweighing that with that positive. You yeah. have that two positive, that one negative. So it's like, uh, what actually happened there? I Yeah, I think it's really important to... They're going to happen. The negative thoughts are going to yeah. creep in. No matter where you are in your journey, it, it happens all the time. And um, I'm sure, I mean, I know you're in maintenance and I'm, I'm still in a position where I've lost a good amount of weight, but I want to lose more. But the negative thoughts still creep in. The food insecurity still creeps in. Just so y'all know, I'm recording from a hotel room in Atlanta because I'm on a work conference and the negative, like the food insecurity everywhere that we go, I've been finding myself saying, oh, I can't have that. That's too many calories. I, I, I found myself saying that three or four times and then I have to backtrack and I say, you can have anything that you want in moderation and you're still getting your water in and you're still getting, you know, your protein and your fruits and your veggies while you can. But I've been so quick to say at certain places, oh, I can't have that. And even if it's not out loud, it's in my head of thinking, if I eat that, my stomach is going to be, you know, doing this, or I've gained a lot of weight. And I have to sit back and say, but Monica, look how far you've come. And one meal is not going to derail all of your progress. And you have to be positive about what you're doing. You have the opportunity to choose what you want to eat. You have the opportunity to choose your day. Why are you letting the food insecurities kick in? And I had to remind myself of who I am. And we have to do that sometimes, right? Like remind ourselves of like, this is me and I got this and I'm worthy and I'm capable. And it's hard, but you do have to find something positive to kind of outweigh that negative thinking that's been happening. You are absolutely right. And um, when I say this, I'm not like, I'm absolutely not putting a damper on maintenance or weight loss in general, but even in maintenance, those negative thoughts still creep in. I think it's just a part of the person that we used to be with all those insecurities. They don't completely 100% go away just because you reached your goal weight. There are still days where I'm like, you know, what if? What if I kind of go off course and I start eating like I used to? Um, you know, what's going to happen then? And you do, you have to stop and say, look at what all I've done. Mm-hmm. I am capable of doing this. It is it is very clear that I am capable of doing this. And I know that I am worthy of this accomplishment that I have made. Yeah, you, this thought, those thoughts are always going to be there. Regardless of where you're at in your journey, they are definitely going to happen. The most important thing is, is to make sure that like you pointed out, that that positivity is weighing out the negativity. Mm-hmm. And if you're at a point where you're starting in your journey, or maybe you've been here for a while and you don't know how to speak, um, you know, these positive affirmations, write something down, create your own mantra. Kind of like if you're someone who has anxiety, like I do or something like that, and they say, what can you touch? What can you feel? What can you see? Create yourself a mantra. And maybe it's the same thing. I am worthy. I am capable. I can do hard things. I'm valuable. Whatever you want it to be, if you just need something that you can throw off the top of your head, write that down and believe it. Write it down in a notebook and your notes app on your phone. Have a post-it note on your mirror in the bathroom. Because in those moments, we're not always going to think of something so quickly to be positive because we're going down that spiral. But if you have a little mantra put together that you can just stop 
take a deep breath and start saying it to yourself, that can even be so powerful. Absolutely can. And just a little side note, those of you who are uh, Snoop Dogg fans, he totally has a awesome mantra rap. <laughs> if you've never heard of it. <laughs> Actually, I think I have I think I think have heard of that. It's like for kids, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the video had like, he's speaking to kids about you know, the things that we've been saying. You are worthy. You are capable. Yes. You are th- it, it, awesome. Just listen to it. <laughs> Just Google it. <laughs> there you go, guys. If you if you need something, Snoop Dogg has you covered. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's gotcha. Yeah, it's... It's awesome. Especially if, you know, if you like music and you just can't think of anything good to say, at least go put yourself in a good mood. And that's another thing I think that um, can be a good mood booster, especially if you're feeling like you're having a down day. Um, Finding that thing that does bring you joy and does make you feel better, whatever it is. Like for you and I, reading, totally going to put me in a better mood, I guess, depending on what the book is. (laughs) Um, Listening to music, watching your favorite show, calling a friend, going for a walk. Um, I know when I'm having a down day, and I'm not just feeling in good spirits in general. Number one, the first thing I need is just to be alone. Sometimes my husband will understand, just please keep the kids busy for a little bit. I just have to be alone. And that's when I can start to like put myself back together inside my head and start feeling a little bit more positive again. Um, but also, yeah, just curling up with a really good book and my coffee is already going to put me in a better mood. It's finding those things that you have pure joy in that's mm. going to help. And sometimes when I'm in a bad mood, I just need silence. Even yeah. even the books can seem a little bit loud sometimes. And so I just need to just sit and be silent. And in that case, I, I'm sometimes I'll have a routine of like, okay, you get 15 minutes of quiet time. And then I do the other half of like blasting my favorite album. Yeah. And then I'm just like jumping around and singing and dancing. And it brings me right back to where I need to be. So... Whatever works for you, I mean, it, it, maybe it is taking a walk, but sometimes it's okay to just sit in the silence and say, let me decompress. Nobody talk to me and I will be back in a minute. Take that deep breath. I, I laugh when you say that because I just dropped my daughter off at preschool and on my ride home, you know, a lot of the time I will blare my music, things that she doesn't like loud music. So, you know, I'll blare it, get my spirits up. Um, today, I decided to drive home in the silence because sometimes us moms, we just need quiet, complete silence. So I drop her off. I turn off the music. I'm riding home in the silence. And what do I hear? My car has a rattle. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out where the rattle's coming from. So something that was supposed to give me peace and positivity now has given me anxiety because I don't know where the rattle's coming from. So just your little daily funny from me today is what I thought was going to be my daily positive quiet time turned out to be great what now. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. But there is a lesson there. Y'all know I always find a lesson in everything. (laughs) And that sometimes when you're sitting in the silence, it gives you an opportunity to analyze things that you've been covering up with the noise. Yeah. And uh, when I sit in the silence, sometimes I'm thinking, okay, man, the reason why I had a day where I was eating a lot more than I should have been eating was because someone said something to me and I let that derail my entire mood. And so I turned into an emotional eater. Or wow, I haven't been going to the gym because I thought that I took too much time off and I realized that I thought I was not capable or I had gym intimidation again. So sometimes that silence does uncover what you've been blocking out with all of the noise. Absolutely. That, that is good. 
let everybody let that sink in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's take a moment of silence yeah. for y'all to uncover some of those things. Um, because, you know, we stuff so much down inside mm-hmm. of us, so much trauma. And because everyone around us is bubbly and loud and you have music and work, that when you sit in the silence and all of that starts to come to the surface, how do you deal with that? So yeah, maybe take some time uh, this next week to sit in the silence and see what you can uncover. Absolutely. I, I promise it can do the soul some good, especially if you're a busybody, you're a busy parent, you're a busy workaholic, whatever it is some silence can really, really soothe the soul. It really can. Now, next up is showing yourself, and we've kind of touched on this, but showing some self-compassion. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to say nice things. You have to believe in yourself and understand that it's also okay and it's also going to happen that things are going to get in your way. There are going to be challenges. There are going to be setbacks. You have to understand that about yourself be prepared for it and be okay with it and know that you will get over this hump in the road. And you have to tell yourself just like the little engine that could, I think I can. But instead of that, I know I can. And I know that I will. Yeah. And I think that so often we say like, oh, I'm saving this for a rainy day. The rain is going to come eventually. Mm -hmm. But you don't always have to anticipate it. You don't always have to anticipate the day that you're going to fall off the wagon. You don't always need to anticipate the day that, oh my goodness, Every time I get to a 50-pound loss, my weight loss stalls and I gain it all back. Don't think that way because now you are showing yourself, and again, you're thinking about it and speaking to existence that when you hit that 50 pounds, you're going to gain it all back. Whereas you could show yourself compassion after sitting in the silence, here we go, (laughs) and realizing that, okay, every time I get to the 50-pound weight loss, I stall and gain it back because I start to get away from the basics. And I start to get to a point where it's like, oh, I can loosen the reins on my plan and I can add in a few more calories here and there. And it's fine if I skip a few gym days and it's okay. Like give yourself some compassion, but don't derail your entire progress and don't just wait for the rainy day. I love that you said, um, always be prepared, be prepared. And knowing that, you know, we say this all the time, so you are probably going to roll your eyes, but it is so true that failure is not the end. And that's where the compassion kicks in is because everyone always says, well, I failed, I failed, I failed. Okay. How many of you failed a test in school? Did you give up and drop out or did you keep going? Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, you're totally right. And when I say, you know, that these challenges and setbacks are going to happen, I like that you said, but don't just sit there waiting for it to come. If you're sitting there constantly waiting for the ball to drop or whatever it is, um, you're going to start letting that negative negativity seep in here and there. And when it keeps seeping in, it's going to get rid of that positivity. So no, don't you shouldn't be sitting there just waiting for something bad to happen. You shouldn't be sitting there waiting for a small weight gain to happen. But just be prepared, knowing that these are going to come. It is more than okay to be prepared and ready for these things to happen. The important thing is, is how you handle it, how you deal with it, how you get through it. Yes. How do you react? I don't know about you or anyone who's listening, but if I've been friends with someone for a long time and we've always had sunshine and rainbows, and then one day we have to actually go through something hard together and that friend starts to act a fool, as we like to say down here in the South, (laughs) it shows me who they truly are. Now, I never sat there and waited for one day where they would show me that they are not the person I thought that they were. But 
it was in the blink of an eye that I realized you were not who I thought that you were going to be. And it's the same way when it comes to your journey, when it comes to compassion. Don't wait for someone to show you who they truly are. Believe the best in other people. Believe the best in yourself. Give yourself the compassion and the grace to say that you can do anything that you set your mind to. Big, small, or in between. You can do it. But when the storm comes, it's how you react to that. You can be prepared as as much as you want, but what is your reaction to the setback? What is your reaction to the trauma? Have you built some mental resilience? Have you built some physical resilience? How are you going to react when things do not go your way? You're absolutely right. And and talking about friends, speaking about friends and being self-compassionate, I think one way you can think of it as, Treat yourself as you would your friends, you know, your very best friend. Are you going to look at your best friend and tell her, I don't think you can do this today? You know, I don't think you're going to hit that goal. Are you really going to sit there and tell your best friend that? You are your best friend. Don't talk to my girl like that. You know, Mm -hmm. don't talk to me like that. If you're not going to talk to your best friend like that, then don't talk to yourself like that because it's not fair. And you need to be showing yourself this compassion because you do deserve it. That is so true. You you wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you talk with your best friends out there, those of you that are listening. But even if she was doing something, I'm like, wow, she's not really prepared. I'd be like, you go, girl. You got this. You You can do it. And then if she doesn't make it all the way, then I'll be there to say, oh, you'll get them next time. But I say all the time, look at yourself in the mirror and have a conversation as if you're not the person on the other side. You're talking to your friend, just like you just said, and speak positively into yourself and tell them all the things that you would tell your best friend. And you would be amazed at how much that changes the trajectory of your journey. Absolutely. Positivity changes everything. It's positivity. It's a really valuable um, asset to this whole thing. And keep in mind, it's not just like this magic solution to weight loss and wellness. Of course, we're not saying that. But all the topics that we ever talk about in all of this podcast series, none of them are magic solutions. None of them are quick fixes. But taking them one by one, one at a time and incorporating all of this, this positivity and every other topic we've ever talked about, incorporating those is absolutely going to help make this easier for you because that's what we want in the end, you know? And and taking this positive mindset and of course, integrating it with this healthy lifestyle, with eating well, making healthy choices, all the exercise, having this optimistic outlook, um, it's going to help you navigate all of these challenges better. Yes. It's not easy. It takes time. Um, I love that you said it's not a quick fix or a magic pill. Nothing is. That's why I don't like when you see all these commercials like, lose weight in five days with this pill. Everything is going to be trial and error. And we wouldn't be telling you anything that we didn't do ourselves. Um, We walked through the fire. We had to work how to, we had to think about how we can be positive thinkers, how we can show our gratitude and our gratefulness and how we can really come out of the other side of anything and everything that comes our way. And as you, as y'all heard at the beginning of this episode, I'm not perfect. I'm still struggling. I still have to remind myself that I'm my own best friend. I still have to remind myself that I can do hard things. Because you're not going to be 100%, 100% of the time. But if you take small strides each and every day to become a better version of yourself, to start to speak positively instead of always thinking of, of the negative thing when you look in the mirror or when your clothes don't fit correctly or when you hop on the scale and it's going in the opposite direction. If you practice in that moment, right then when you see that number on the scale that's two pounds over, half a pound over, 
instead of the first thing that you're saying that comes out of your mouth being, I failed, I gained weight, the first thing you should say is, we'll get them next time. Another day to try again. What did we learn from this? I don't like this feeling. I never want to feel it again. In order to not feel it again, I need to make some smart goals. That's what we should be thinking. Absolutely. And I couldn't choose a better way to end this. Those were the most absolute words (laughs) to ever come out, Monica. Thank you so much for your wisdom. I'm learning things from you. I swear. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we we bounce off of each other. And I, I, I think that it's so important to have other people that are on a similar journey um, because you, you never know what you'll learn. Everyone's in a different stage of their journey and in their life. And I think we should always be lifelong learners and figure out what we can soak up in order to become the best version of ourselves. Absolutely. Always be willing to accept and learn new things is going to do nothing but push you further and make you better and um, get you closer to your goals. With that, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode because I know I sure did. Lots of positive affirmations and positive thinking. So please go out there and be positive and love yourself. Uh, Thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye y'all.